1: Hey, it's Monique, and this is episode 97 of the Brown Vegan Podcast. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective by sharing my experiences and bringing on guests to share theirs. I also love to discuss wellness and vegan entrepreneurship topics on the show because this is truly a lifestyle. It's so much more than food. And so it's all about making vegan life approachable for everyday folks who wanna do this in a way that feels good to them. So yeah, welcome to the show or welcome back if you are coming back to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, this is episode 97 and I have another interview for you. I have Nige Kelly on the show. And he is a personal trainer and he has a certification in nutrition. And we're going to just talk about his journey. How did he decide to become a vegan? Why did he decide to become a vegan? Um, some of the mindset shifts that have to happen if you want to make fitness and working out a lifestyle change for you and not something you do just because you want to lose weight. We also chat about how to save some time in the kitchen so that you can enjoy some delicious food some of his favorite workouts, some of his suggestions as far as working out when you have limited times. So this is an episode mostly about fitness because that is his specialty (laughs) and nutrition, of course, too. You can follow Najee on his Instagram, which is mogulbody on Instagram. And I'll be sure, of course, to link all of his information at brownvegan.com under episode 97 so that you can check everything out. So, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into why he decided to become a vegan.
2: It's interesting. Honestly, it was completely uh, just good timing, right situation, right time. It wasn't planned. It wasn't like I did a ton of research on it. I was uh, on my way to Whole Foods in the summer. This is last last year, actually, uh, last July. And I was walking in. I was actually going in there to get some black and white fish. <laughs> So I was headed over to like the area, uh, like the hot bar, and I was going through the aisles, and you know the people that be on the the inn, uh, I guess like they they give out like, different samples for foods and things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the lady, she had it was some vegan chicken breasts, I believe, <laughs> and she was like, "You want to try you want to try these vegan chicken breasts out?" And I was like, uh, "Sure, why not? I'll try it out. I'll check it out. See how it tastes. You know, I'm open minded." So. I tried it and like literally, had she not said it was vegan, like I literally just would have thought it was just chicken breast or something. Like it tastes that good. So uh, she was waiting for my response. I was like, um, which LRDs again? these <laughs> <laughs> Like, which L are these in? And she showed me and uh, I took it home and I tried it. I made like some chicken sandwiches with it. And uh, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a 14 day vegan challenge. And uh, I didn't really know too much about it. Like I heard about veganism, but I didn't really dive too much into it. And I was like, you know, this tastes just like it. Like the the macronutrients are there. It has high protein. Like, let me just try it out and see how it goes. It went well from there. And I just started doing more research on it. And uh, the more I started learning, the more I just became, like, more open-minded and realizing that, like, the body really doesn't need to be consuming meat just to get in, you know, protein and, and things like that. Because, I mean um obviously plants are the the actual source where the protein and things come from so and like over the next couple of months um i was pretty much consuming pretty much a a plant-based diet i would still like every once in a while like have like cookies or something that might have had you know dairy in it but the more i just started learning them uh the, the new year came around i was like you know what i'm just drop everything i'm just drop all of the dairy products and just go completely vegan like why not so i did that i'm sorry i said last year this was july 2017 Mm -hmm. and then for the new year january 2018 i just dropped everything uh, went cold turkey and i just started learning as much as possible so i took a nutrition certification course consuming information all day every day i just started you know documenting my whole process my journey and uh from there was the start of
1: it wow okay you it had to be something else that happened because most people (laughs) i'm telling you like you probably don't even realize something else happened because most people they'll go in the store they'll do a sample first of all if somebody came up to me and i wasn't a vegan and they're like oh you want to try this vegan chicken i would be like yeah okay I'm not. I may try it, but I'm not probably gonna be as enthused about eating, you know, some some random vegan chicken. So right. you had to, okay. You must have knew way more than you think you knew about veganism before, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because most so, people would have been like, "Nah, I'm good."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's always like multiple ways of of the story. That was like the straightforward. So like a couple months before that, I guess I have to give a little bit more backstory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so I co-owned I co- a fitness facility from December 2015 to, like, uh, mid-2017, and uh, it was with a business partner. My partner did the actual training. It was a personal training gym, a huge gym, Chicago suburbs, west suburbs, and um, from, yeah, so from the end of 2015 to the middle of 2017, and so obviously, it was around April when we ended up uh, splitting up, going our separate ways. Um, he wanted to go into different areas, so... That was a situation where I was so attached to the gym because it was like your baby, you know, like a business. is pretty much the equivalent of having a baby in my eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, so a few this was like a few months after that when um, I was walking in Whole Foods uh, and I, I was thinking about it prior. I was like, you know what, I'm going to start trying to clean up my diet. Um, so I was really only consuming. The only meats I was consuming was like fish and then um, like baked chicken and things like that. And I was thinking about, like, what if I did just start re- replacing some of those foods, but I didn't know, like, what I would re- replace it with. Because, I mean, you know, all you know is, you know, what you grew up on, the foods that you were, you know, given while you were younger. Pretty much it's what's in your in your immediate environment. So I didn't really know too much about it. So when I went in there and she told me about the vegan chicken, I was already kind of open-minded because I was trying to improve my diet and get back healthier. So it might have been why I was more like <laughs> immediately like interested in it when she said it um, just to try it out. I was a little bit more open minded just based off of the fact that I was already trying to improve my diet and yeah. things like
1: that. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. OK, so then when you went home and you made the chicken, that's cool because then you had something to kind of build on. opposed to like you said, you had no idea what to eat because it, you felt like it probably wouldn't be, you know, the way most of us grew up eating. So, what Mm -hmm. happened after that, Najee? Like, what did you do to, you know, get yourself uh, going on those 14 days? Because you said you decided to do, like, a challenge, right? Challenge yourself Mm -hmm. to go for 14 days. So, like, how did that look? Were you someone that cooked before you went vegan? Like, what happened?
2: I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I I wasn't really much of a cook. I was, like, uh uh, so we were running the gym, and uh, I was pretty much like doing the times we didn't have clients and stuff, I'll just go straight to Chipotle, grab <laughs> a Chipotle bowl. That was pretty much my go-to every day, Chipotle. But um, when I did the challenge, I just started looking up, okay, like how can I maintain this like long-term? Because obviously I'm going to have to start learning how to cook and things like that. So I just started just experimenting really. I just I just started like looking up different recipes and different different ways I can cook simple things so I don't have to spend that much time in the kitchen because mm-hmm. I was still learning. I didn't, I didn't know too much. <laughs> All I knew how to make was breakfast, and that was about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so. That's
1: relatable. Really... That's so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of us probably uh, really didn't cook a lot before we started, and then you just have to – and I, I think that's the kind of a hard part to get over because it's like, oh, man, I got to cook, and I never cooked before, and I don't really like cooking. So, yeah,
2: exactly. I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was funny. It was a journey because it was like every day you waking up and you're just looking forward to like what can you learn next or you know what type of meals can you make and like how to actually get the nutrients with every meal. So you like the basics, the analysis of it of like what you should be eating and then like how to put those meals together so that you hit the right amount of nutrients with every meal and that you're getting everything in. Um, so. Just organizing your meals in a way that it will be sustainable long term. Because when I did it, I knew I didn't want to fall off or like, you know, dabble in it and then, it, you know, and not be successful. So I just really took the time to like learn the ins and outs and then pace myself um, and just create like go-to meals that I can know I can that I know I can count on that won't take that much time, so I can focus on, you know, the things I need to. So that was that was really my mindset behind it, just trying to make sure I can uh, get the basics and have something I can rely on every day.
1: What are some of your favorite foods then? Like, what did you enjoy? What do you enjoy eating? Like, cause the reason I want to know is because I think that you are very good at putting meals mm-hmm. together. Like, making sure that it's nutrient-dense mm-hmm. and, you you know, getting everything that you need. So, what's an example of something, any mm-hmm. meal of the day that you want to choose?
2: Yeah, so, one that I have every day is uh, a veggie bowl. Like, I love those. Those like the main, uh, like, if I know, I, if I can't rely on anything else, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, so I have the main uh, vegetables. It's good to get, like, at least minimum, like two, or three servings a day. So I try to put that as a staple for lunch. So, for every, every day, pretty much for lunch, I have like broccoli and spinach. And then, um, obviously, like, you have like a side. So maybe some grains, uh, some brown rice, and, you know, uh, your beans and things like that. But what I try to help most people with is, um, don't neglect like the spices or the seasoning and things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. I much rather people have uh, the vegetables, but you know, put seasoning, fun seasoning, things like that, so they can, you know, stand it and then sustain that long term than just saying, like, no, you got to have this raw, you got to have that raw, and so on and so forth. So, you know, uh, if you could spice it up with the seasonings, that'll be uh, a key, a key goal to move. Like, that's just the basis to like hit the nutrients. The the thing that I did when I first started was, like, I wanted to pretty much recreate everything that I would normally eat, but make it a little bit more healthier. Mm. So, so I do a lot of, like, pizzas and, like, tacos and things like that that have this negative connotation with being unhealthy. But I just replace the ingredients with more healthy alternatives. With tacos, I'll have, again, the basics of your brown rice and then your beans. You know, sometimes I, I really like, uh, how would you pronounce it? Satan
1: or seitan.
2: Oh, yeah. I Se-tan. call it seitan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's high protein. It's a good alternative for meats. And that's what I wanted to do. Um, when I did go vegan initially, I was down in Texas. So like during that 14 day challenge, I went down to Texas to visit family and I uh, ended up staying down there for a while. And, you know, they didn't necessarily eat vegan dishes or anything like that. So I was just pretty much just trying to replace everything I would normally have and uh, just veganize it and have them try it out just to see how it would taste just from a, like a meat eater's perspective. Gave it to my cousins and um, my aunties and they all liked it. They enjoyed it. You know, I was, I was down there cooking for everybody. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that you are really into meal prepping and just saving time in the kitchen because that's, I mean, you have other things to do. <laughs> you have your clients mm-hmm. to train. You have other things going on. So give us some of your tips on what do you do for meal prep? Because I feel like you're really good at that, especially like your free, your free content is so good. I have to say that. <laughs> your free information. <laughs> I appreciate so it. I can just only imagine what the paid looks like. But, yeah, tell us like some of your tips on. What you do to keep things not only like delicious in the kitchen with like spices and things like that, but like how do you save time with prepping your meals? and?
2: Yeah, so like when I cook, let's just say on a, on a Sunday for the most part, I, I go grocery shopping and I grab the majority of things that I normally need for the week. So I pretty much like plan the meals that I want to have for the week. And then based off of that meal, like the I, I do menus, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. So based off the menu, I grab the majority of those uh, ingredients and buy them in bulk. And then for the rest of the week, I know that I have everything I need so I'm not running back and forth to the grocery store. And then um, after that, like when I cook the first meal, I will prep everything for the next couple of days that I know I'm, I'm going to be using for the next couple of meals. Let's just say with red onions or if it's brown rice or beans or something like that. With the red onion, like, I slice the entire thing up and then put them into, like, uh, little meal prep containers. So that way, when I go back tomorrow to make the next meal, I'm not, like, re-slicing and doing the small things. Because this is the tedious stuff that makes you not want to cook. Yes. You know, it's like those little small things. (laughs) So if you can have all those done, you know, like the, the vegetables washed, mushrooms washed, and already packaged and ready to go. The next day, you can just grab all the containers out and then just, like, go ahead and start cooking and prepping uh, without going through that tedious process over and over again. So I just try to base everything that I'm going to make for that week and just have, like, already prepped out and then have it organized. So it's just a smooth transaction uh, when you get in from work or whatever it is that you're doing, when you're coming from the gym. Because when I'm when I'm done training, I don't feel like cooking. I don't want to do I just want to eat, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm just ready to eat. So uh, already having all that stuff ready to go and taken care of is just a complete time saver. So, so yeah, so all that is, is pretty much lined out and that's inside of the, uh, a free guide that I have called, uh, the kitchen rebuild and, uh, like I'll send you a link so that so that everyone can download it
1: and check it out. But yes, it's, good. Um, it's just, it's, a, really good. it's really good. Yeah. yeah that. That's so true about it. Cause the thing is like, I am never going to probably be the person that's, uh, prepping meals and then making one meal and you eat the same mm-hmm. thing every day for dinner. I'll probably never be that person. But I think that it's dope that you can, like you mm-hmm. said, take some of those steps away by like prepping your things ahead of time so that you can just get in mm-hmm. and cook. Because it really would take you probably about 20 minutes to put a meal together if all of the pr- prep work is done ahead of time, the chopping and the organizing. Right. So, yeah. It's
2: like most of us eat for taste, you know. Mm-hmm. So
1: Inconvenience. I'm. Um, <laughs>
2: Exactly, exactly. So when I'm showing different dishes and things like that, my whole goal is to show the people that are used to those traditional dishes that like, hey, you can have these same type of meals that you're so used to having, but they'll be a lot better for you. Mm -hmm. They'll be a lot more nutritious and they probably even taste better, you know, like you enjoy your better because you feel better about eating them versus knowing that the foods that you're normally eating are the reasons behind the health issues that we're having so if you can just replace those dishes that you normally will have and still, still get the same style the same taste still enjoy your same cultural t- traditions but it's a better alternative for you then hey you know do it like whether that's those alternative meats or whatever it is whatever you whatever it is that you gotta do to make the transition because you can always then once you have transition you can always okay well now since i'm no longer eating meat or the dairy. Now I can start incorporating a little bit more nutrition into these meals. So it's all about the transition for me. Just showing people that there are alternatives. So you give them what you want, what they want first, and then give them what, you, what they need. So, yes. So um, true.
1: Yes. So, let's yeah. talk about your journey into, like, uh, being a personal trainer and just fitness overall. I know, of course, you used to own a gym. So, of course, you, you know, mm-hmm. had that going anyway. But, like, did you all, or were you always somebody that was into fitness? Like, how did that look for you?
2: Not at all. Not at all. You know what? Uh, I, so, I was talking to um, Black Vegan Shana. Um, and I told her I was going <laughs> to, I was told her I was going to share some things that I, like, really haven't shared before. So, uh, You'll be the first to hear it. <laughs> yes,
1: exclusive. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I love that. Shout <laughs> out to Shana, too. That's my girl. Yeah. Shout out to her, but go ahead. <laughs>
2: yeah, she cool. She cool. <laughs> uh, so so pretty much, like, I haven't, like, the majority of my life. Like, I, I played basketball and things like that, like, recreationally, but not, like, organized or anything like that. Um, like, I went to school, like, high school in the city in Chicago, Uh, my first two years like in the hood but it wasn't organized so I got on the team and then like (laughs) it uh we pretty much like had our season canceled it was just like reckless (laughs) so I always like was athletic but I never like actually played any any sports professionally or organized or I wasn't lifting weights or any of that stuff like I was just growing up like a normal individual in Chicago just you know eating the foods that we always eat and, uh, you know, just having fun and stuff like that around 25 is when we actually opened up the gym. I partnered with my, uh, my partner, we opened up the gym. I was running like the marketing aspect of it and he was doing the personal training. I wasn't personal training or honestly, like that into fitness at the time. I wanted to get into it. And this was like a great Avenue for me to take advantage of, to actually start experiencing what it's like to, to, uh, um, get the experience firsthand. So, I was learning a lot from my partner, like hands-on experience, and I was bringing in the clients and marketing and things like that. Pretty much, like, I would I would still have those uh, learning experiences where I would hop on for, like, two months. I would do good. I would start working out and uh, eating a little bit better. But I was still struggling because it's not my background. It's not how I grew up. And then, like, the rest of the year, I would just, like, fall off <laughs> mm-hmm. and just, like, struggle just to keep it consistent and, you know, just the normal struggles of uh, dealing with work and things like that. And that was 2015. Then 2016, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do a little bit better. I'm going to try to actually stick with this. So I was pretty much just doing a a normal routine, just weightlifting and trying to eat good. But I didn't know what I was doing necessarily. And something changed like 2016 around my birthday. uh, So I was in a long relationship from 2009 to 2016, actually, like I said, around my birthday. And that relationship came mm-hmm. to an end. Mm-hmm. And I was dealing with a broken heart. That's probably, it was so bad that I couldn't even go to certain parts of Chicago just through all the experiences that we had. And I would just be reminded of her. Mm. So I was like, how can I, like, make myself stronger? Like, how can I rebuild myself and, and improve myself so that, you know, I can just deal with, you know, this broken heart? and um that's when i really started taking fitness a little bit more serious and i just started like building myself up building my body up and just trying to become a stronger person overall because um when you're in a relationship from you know your entire adulthood and then it just goes to an end it's like you're pretty much starting over from scratch Mm -hmm. and um so that was like my whole uh concept behind the company of uh, mogul bodies called the the tagline is rebuild with precision and that's what I was, that, that was my main goal to like rebuild myself up and to help other people that may be going through the same struggle, you know, whether it's dealing with a broken heart or dealing with, you know, uh, a loved one or a job, or whatever it may be that you can use fitness as an avenue to like, um, reconstruct yourself and build yourself up to a better person. Mm. So that was my whole mindset behind it. And that was 2016 and that continued until the next year of 2017, and around April was when how I mentioned a little bit earlier how we lost uh the gym. My partner, he wanted to take a different route, um, go into a different field and kinda let me know at the last minute. So I didn't have enough time to like get up all the money to keep the gym open. I eventually did, but by the time I did, um, we pretty much uh had to switch off with the landlord. He found someone else for that spot. So we ended up losing a spot. Mm-hmm. So, like, two years in a row, it was, like, <laughs> two broken hearts. Right. The first year was from the person that I, you know, thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life with. And that was, till, you know, that stopped. Then the next year, the gym that I've been spending every day 10-plus hours in, like, that's gone. So, <laughs> at this point, uh, 2017, around the summer, I was just kind of, like, crushed for the most part. Right. And, um. I started overeating. I started binge eating. You know, I just used food as a way to just deal with these situations I was going through. So that's a little bit around the time when I walked into that Whole Foods. And I mentioned I was trying to, like, rebuild my health and start improving. And that's when I came into uh, meeting the lady that, that offered me the vegan chicken. So, like I said, there's a little bit more backstory of it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how all it's of it started.
1: Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew it had to uh-huh. be something. I knew it was a story there. <laughs> I knew it was like the, but that is so relatable, especially like yeah. the binge eating and just heartbreaking. All of that is so relatable to me. So what do you suggest for people? Because I know, of course, fitness mm. is what you're going to say, right? So if it's someone who doesn't mm. really work out a whole lot, though, like how do you even get um, yeah. <laughs> what do you suggest for someone who is just like getting started, like getting in the gym and wanting to improve how they look and how they feel? Because I do believe that there's so much to, th- to be said about that, like as far as relieving stress. So yeah, yeah, what do you suggest? Uh-huh. And then also you can just, did you stun on her? Did you, did you let her know that you built yourself up like this? Did you let her see you like this? (laughs) Did you let her see the new you? You know, I gotta ask.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So um... let
1: me stop. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) That is hilarious. Um, So, yeah, so that was uh, last year and I took it really serious. Like I I actually got certified and I um, started really, I actually started training at that point before I was just working out. And exercising, but I started training and like actually build programs and started like seeing my body improve on a daily basis. And I started documenting, taking pictures every day as my body was changing. And the thing about that is like when you go through that process of like seeing your body actually make these transitions, you become more and more motivated to see like what your body can actually do. So if you're just getting started, like what I would recommend to someone is to for one realize that it's not a short term thing. Like this is a lifestyle change, so see if how you can implement this into your life to make it a part of your life versus a thirty day thing that you do just to lose a little weight. Like how you can incorporate this as far as like a mindset of like, okay, well, I know I have to eat every day, I gotta sleep, I gotta work, I also have to work out. Like it's a non negotiable. It's something that you have to do. Love it. But the thing with that, there are more than one ways of working out. Like that's the other thing. Like. A lot of people are like kind of dogmatic, like this is the only way. But there's more than one way. There's you can do bodyweight workouts because those are fun. They're short on time if you uh, if you ha- if you don't have a lot of time. There's like powerlifting where you're lifting for strength. Um, there's bodybuilding. You know, there's uh, cardio based so running, jogging. You just pick what really works for you and what can be your outlet and like how that can really help you. And, and what you actually enjoy because there's no one way that you have to work out just find what it is that you actually enjoy and find and let that be your me time you know the time where you uh like all the stress that you deal with throughout your life like how you can actually channel all that energy put towards building yourself up building your body up because that's what it really is so that's what i would say to someone that's really trying to make that transition just find just try different things out you know what Cardio, running, jogging, bodyweight workouts, find something that you enjoy and then see how you can like implement that in your life so it can be like a lifestyle change.
1: I love that. That's so true about it. You have to look at it as eating and sleeping and just who you are, just a part of your life. I love that. That's so important because I think maybe just because a lot of times when I think of fitness, it is always like short term in my mind, like, okay, I just got to, you know, I got to get through this because I need to. You know, lose a couple of pounds and so it's so it's something Mm. that's not really a lifestyle change it's kind of like when people do like vegan challenges and stuff like that they're like okay I'm gonna do this for two two weeks and then I'm gonna go back to eating you know cheeseburgers so it's Mm. the same thing so uh, what do you do to keep things interesting as far as with your fitness
2: I do a, a mix of like what's known as bodybuilding and then powerlifting so I do a little bit of both of them but my whole thing is like, it's really when you find something that you enjoy, you find a love for that, and you try to like improve it. So let's just say, we're like, let's just say you're playing basketball or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're not so much of, you don't have to be asked to play basketball because it's just like what you enjoy doing. You're trying to see like how you can improve your shot every day, or how you can focus on your dribble. Uh, you're paying attention to the, little, the small details um, that go within the game, and it's the same thing for me with fitness, like. So let's just say a lot of the times I'm getting asked, like, how do you stay motivated to continue to work out? It's like you find a love for whatever it is that you're actually doing that work out. So it's it's not so much of like me having to be motivated to do it. It's like I'm waiting for the next day to come so I can get to the gym, so I can improve my numbers, you know, so I can lift more weights, so I can, like, you know, build my chest up better. Like, so at that point, I'm not even thinking about, oh, do I feel like going to the gym today? It's like, no, like I'm waiting for the next day to come so I can get in the gym. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm it's like to a point where you're like obsessed with like getting better at your sport, at mm-hmm. your game, because you just want to make those improvements. So when you create a mindset like that is um, you don't have to be worried about the smaller things of like, can I make it to the gym or do I feel like it or not? Because. You're just trying to get back into doing what you actually enjoy doing. And that's not gonna be everybody. I'm obviously you don't expect everyone to do that, but it's whatever it is, that whatever route that you take, whether that's let's just say uh some sort of sport powerlifting or something like that, or even if it's just treadmill, mm-hmm. if you're just running on a treadmill, like think of it like how can I find a love for this so I can focus on running that m- out a little bit faster than I did the last time mm. or you know, whatever whatever your 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 route may be. How can you improve your love for whatever it is that you're doing so that way you're not focused on can I make it to the gym the next day or do I wanna go to the gym? It's like you you're waiting for that day to come so that you can get better at doing what you're actually doing in a gym. It just shifts the whole mindset of uh working out to something that you actually enjoy and you love doing. Mm.
1: So, what is yeah. some of your favorite, like, workout? Like, I know you said, of course, you, like, you try to beat your own numbers, and that's that's the goal for you, is just getting better than you were the day before. But, like, what are some uh, of the things that you find yourself doing the most when you go to the gym, like, you really enjoy?
2: Ah, uh, deadlifts.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> ah, deadlifts. That is my favorite uh, exercise, like, all time. <laughs> because like it's, it's so much that go into it as far as like technique and things like that but as far as like a full body workout it hits pretty much every uh muscle group in your body um so like if you're short on time and you're trying to build muscle or you're trying to actually or burn fat because you will burn calories doing that as well like that's one of my go-to move that is my go-to move uh movement um but as far as like just Overall, working out, like definitely just compound movements, I recommend for people. If you're trying to build your body up and and actually improve it, um, focus on the compound movements because uh, they give you the biggest bang for your buck and help you build a foundation. And for one, the the, the main thing is that if you're really trying to maximize your time, focusing on those, you won't have to spend as much time in the gym. You can just hit those movements, so bench press, squats, deadlifts, you know, like overhead press, things like that. The movements where you're using more than one muscle group, you, you want to build your overall body, build your physique. And girls will not get bulky and <laughs> look like, man, if anything, it'll just, like, um, help you build out those curves that you will naturally have anyway. So don't be afraid to, like, lift heavy or to uh, do those movements it just help you emphasize those muscle groups that you want to build, that you want to build anyway. So, you know, the lower body, the butts, all those, (laughs) the pretty muscles. So uh, that's what I would recommend.
1: I, when I have to wake my kids up at 6 a.m., I'm like, okay, since I have to get up at 6 a.m. anyway, I might as well go ahead and knock out my workout Mm -hmm. right away, make sure they're situated and then work out, and then I can be home um, by seven. If I just do like thirty minutes, right? Is that is that a good idea? I was thinking Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday, thirty minutes mm-hmm. in the morning, and be done. <laughs> so I like yeah. the fact that you're saying yeah. I can just do so-, so. The the workouts that you're mentioning, I can do those in in that little bit of time, right? Thirty minutes.
2: Yeah. So so what I usually recommend for that is uh. Spa- in the morning is like some sort of cardio workout. One of the main ones that I will recommend is like, it's called HIIT cardio or HIIT uh, training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so high intensity interval training. And um, why I recommend those, especially if you're short on time is because for one, you burn a lot of calories in a short amount of time. And then on top of that, the movements that you are doing, they're like strength-focused movements. So like the push-ups, squats, um, pull-ups if you have like the bar and things like that. But the main thing is that the movements that you're doing, they're helping you build your muscles, but at the same time, you're doing them in short rest intervals. So uh you're also burning a lot of calories within that um minimum amount of time that you're working with. So it helps you, you know, pretty much just maximize both of the goals that you want. So putting on uh more muscle as well as like dropping fat within a a, a minimum amount of time. So especially in the morning, that's probably the best time to do that anyway. So uh, that's what i recommend um fast fast hit car- cardio workouts okay
1: cool because i'm always curious about what people like to do as far as when they're working out. are you listening to some, like music podcasts? do you like it to be quiet like what do you do as far as to get through your workouts to make it you know interesting
2: when well, i'm doing heavy lifts i'm obviously listening uh, to music and you <laughs> I was got to trap gotta music, right? i know you listen to
1: music you gotta be to, to get do, motivated to do. do that <laughs> <laughs>
2: I definitely do. Yeah, you got to you gotta get hyped up. amped
1: up to do that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it just depends on like what type of uh exercise I'm doing. Then like if at the end of the workout, like let's just say I'm hitting on a treadmill just to, you know, cool down and things like that, then I'll turn on a podcast so I can um just you know, just like let my mind cool down and uh I'll just listen to something that's business related or fitness related, something like that, just to um, get into the mood of, uh, you know, calming my mind and and then as well as burning some excess calories. So it just depends on like what I'm actually doing. But yeah, uh, I switch it up.
1: Okay, so I know that you have um, a program that's coming out soon in the next month or two. So tell us what that is about. Tell us more information and keep going from there. Yeah, just tell us.
2: So the last program that I came out with was a Fat loss program is a body weight based, so you can do it at home. You can do it in the gym um, and it just pretty much is hit cardio focus. So uh, again, those strength focus workouts within a short amount of time to help you burn calories as well as uh, build muscle, especially for beginners. So it's for any level of fitness and um, pretty much. I just show like how I use it to burn calories and burn fat myself when I showed the before and after and things like that. But what I realized through, you know, working with people and people getting results from is that um, for some people, they still didn't think it's possible for them to actually uh, lose fat. And I can definitely um, relate because before I got started, I didn't think it was possible either. I thought like you had to be born a certain way. You have to have certain genetics. I thought that some people are just supposed to, you know, look the way they looked. And I thought I was one of them. I thought I was supposed to be fat. <laughs> mm. um, so what I'm doing with this new program is that like, um, I actually, I literally gained 23 pounds of fat. I gained purposely gained 23 pounds of fat. Whoa. And I'm documenting the whole thing week by week through video, of like how I'm actually losing it and giving you the step-by-step blueprint of how you can do the same. Oh, wow. So with this program, yes. So you'll be watching the videos. You'll be seeing what I'm doing. I'm going to be talking about the different mindsets that I'm going through, how I'm struggling with certain things, how I'm going to have certain cravings pretty much is giving you the full layout. So it's like, we'll be losing weight together. (laughs) Um, So that's the whole thought process behind it. Because I know some people, they're visual seers and they don't think it's possible for them. So if you see someone that has lost fat before and then purposely gained it back and then it's gonna lose it with you through the process, I definitely think that'd be helpful for a lot of people. So that's the, uh, yeah. So that's the overall goal of this new program. And uh, you know, hopefully it changed a lot of people's lives. That's the goal
1: yes yes so how do we like find out more i know it's not out yet but like how do we get more information about it where do you want to send us for that
2: yeah so you can follow my instagrams for the most part that's where i do a lot of posting and updates um one is mogulbody, body so that's m-o-g-u-l-b-o-d-y and then the other one is mogul so it's m-o-g-u-l-n-a-j um And uh, I post a lot about, you know, whether it's my personal life or, you know, just funny stuff. You may have seen the other day with the, the Valentine's Day post. <laughs> yes,
1: that was funny. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: So when you posted that, OK, for people who didn't see it um Najee posted uh basically saying that he'll be your Valentine's date for a fee you know he'll, he'll, you know like they have people be having those memes going around like that so he did his own version of that did you get any people sending you messages about that because you know people are crazy <laughs> so did anybody a ton like
2: <laughs> some of you was like is this real can I really fly you out like it was wild. Were I was trying like, to flu- you I, trying to
1: get flued out, Nige?
2: That's what was going on. <laughs> I mean, I know some people were probably gonna joke about it, but I didn't expect like people like to really, you know. Some people tried to get the FaceTime. <laughs> I bet they did. It was, just yeah. It was, it was funny. It was just a, you know, a good time. I like to have fun with it too. You know, um, I feel like the the whole overall goal is like to really feel to make people feel like um this fitness is not something that has to be serious all the time in this lifestyle you know it's not something that has to be like super strict like you can have fun with it and you know joke around and play and stuff as long as you are getting the results making progress and becoming an overall healthier happy person so that's my overall goal not to just be like a strict like personal trainer where it's like you need to do this you need to do that like but to you know have fun with people and show that you know you have a personal like um
1: Human. What's the word? <laughs> human. Huh? Human. Yeah, yeah. To be, yourself. Human you can well, be yourself. You so. can be yourself. Yeah. Before oh. we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to leave us with? Any tips or anything that you, it could be veganism, it can be fitness, whatever you want to leave us with. Take it away.
2: Hmm. Okay. As far as some tips. So the main thing, we'll start with fitness. Um, What I would say is if you're just getting started, especially for people that's just getting started, one thing that i would recommend is to definitely document everything that you possibly can so what i mean by that is take progress pictures like every single day or at least a couple times a week just take progress pictures because when you see yourself on a weekly basis and i just say you get demotivated a little bit when you see those before pictures that you've been taking you see how you're making progress like that's going to like snap you right back into it and make you want to continue to progress because um, going through the process is routine, is mundane, and it can be a little bit boring or, you know, feel like it some days. But when you see how your body is literally changing through pictures and videos or whatever it may be, like that's going to like instantly get you moving back and f- back on the right track. So I would definitely say document that process, that journey. And then the other thing to make yourself become more aware, let's just say you want to lose fat or something like that, um, start wearing tighter clothes, I would say. Or start walking around the house with like less clothes. I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but that's that's what helped me. Because a lot of the times, let's just say, uh, if you have like extra fat or something like that that you want to get get rid of, um, we can tend to hide it. You know, we like mm. to hide it so that we're not seeing it a lot. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I know all about that. <laughs> so the thing is, like when you're hiding it, you're not that aware of it all the time, except yeah. for, like when you're ready to go hop in the shower or something like that. But if you can start being more uh, aware of like what you actually have and it's being in front of mind all the time, you'll start making better decisions as far as you eating and things like that because you know what you're going. You constantly constantly being reminded <laughs> every time you look in the mirror. So but I walk on shirtless a lot because every time I went in the bathroom I saw myself, I'm like, "Yo, you need to get this in the order, man." Like, <laughs> okay, throw them
1: cookies <laughs> away, throw them chips yeah, away. Stop playing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got you. Yeah.
2: So, so body awareness. um, then as far as nutrition I would just say just try to be more aware of the choices that you're making and how they can potentially affect your body one of the things that I would recommend for a lot of people and I know a lot of people are not going to hear this but just like st- try to track your calories for like give it a go for like a two weeks or something like that like a a two-week challenge because you learn so much more about food and like how it actually affects your body whether or not you're above your Calories or below your calories, like there's so much that goes into tracking that it will give you like a full education on food to the point where after you're done, you won't necessarily have to track anymore because you start to remember a certain amount of calories in certain foods and how it affects your body and how it affects your um, composition. So I would say just give that a go just to learn what food actually is. And uh, how to manip- manipulate your body um, it's a powerful tool so that's one of the things You're I would recommend so
1: right so so for so many years I like that tip that's a great tip because for so many years I never wanted to do the fitness I mean not the fitness I never wanted to count calories cause I was like oh that sounds so, so tedious I'm not mm-hmm. going to like it. This isn't good. But it I've been using my fitness pile for like the last week and mm. a half or so. And I actually really like it because nice. when, what it's doing. Let me tell you, Najee, what it's doing. I love it because my issue is, even vegan or not, I eat a lot of food. And what it's forcing me to do is realize, girl, you really don't need to eat all these potatoes. You really don't mm. need to <laughs> vegan or not. You don't need to be eating like three containers of yogurt like come on you you go too far so it's making me aware of like the portion sizes more than anything because i'm like damn i was eating a lot of food (laughs) i'm still eating a lot of food you know (laughs) so that's an excellent tip do you have any other because i like and i also like what i like about my fitness pal is that say i'm eating like yogurt or something like that i can just scan the upc i don't have to like look, search for it and figure out what the calories are. Yes. For. Everything is already there. Such a time saver. Yes. Yeah. Any, is there any other apps that you recommend outside of that one? Because I like that one so far, but you know, is there anything else?
2: Like my fitness pal is my go-to. I use that every day and I track everything, not because I have to, but just because of, I like the, the fact that you get to learn what type of foods contain, what type of micronutrients and all that stuff. So, But the thing about it is that like, even when I'm going over my calories, I still track it. Just so I can see when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, wow, you're getting kind of fat. You know why?
1: <laughs> That's helpful, though. This is okay. a very energizing conversation. I love how practical your approach is to this lifestyle. I, thank you so much for being transparent about your story and your life. I hope that she, when she see you now, your girl, your old girl, hopefully you, <laughs> you act like you don't know her. Let me stop. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so hope, I'm glad to see that That's you're hilarious. doing well. Yeah. that You, t- <laughs> yeah. you just channeled that that heartbreak into something amazing and actually inspired me. I'm glad to hear this for my own personal reasons. I'm like glad to hear that, how, how much it has helped you in your own life. So thank you so, so much for being a guest on the show. I really appreciate it, Najee.
2: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And I hope, uh, hope a lot of people can benefit from some of those past experiences. Uh, that's why I have to tell them and, uh, you know, hopefully it can help inspire somebody into action to, you know, make some, some personal changes and, uh, improve themselves. So, Um, It helped me, so hopefully it helped someone else
1: too. I hope this episode was helpful. Come over to my Instagram or Facebook page at Brown Vegan and let me know your thoughts. Also, be sure to rate the podcast five stars on iTunes to make it easy for other people to find us. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you next week.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place.